humans are a mass of contradictions and nowhere does that play out more obviously than in the arena of personal finance in the effort to optimize to the nth degree many otherwise rational beings fall victim to overthinking their finances analyzing tactics that at the end of the day have only a negligible effect on the ultimate outcome worse still is overthinking ourselves into poor financial choices often we can't just seem to let it be we have to overthink each and every small financial choice we make hi i'm karishma shah your host for the school of finance podcast and in today's podcast we're going to explore our overthinking habits related to our financial decisions first let's explore why we overthink I have hypothesized three reasons why we ponder too long on some financial decisions. First is idealizing complexity. Now we like the idea of simple but often not the actual practice of simplicity. Surely if something is laden with obscure terminology and complex equations it must lead to a more profitable result. Next is media hype. If the media is expending column inches on x product then of course this is what you should focus your attention on right next is the human desire to exert control over the uncontrollable is there anything less emotionally satisfying than being told that whatever you do the outcome is in the hands of the fate Now let's explore what do we overthink about in our financial life. First is investment portfolio. We all are well aware that a ton of research exists demonstrating that low cost broad based index funds outperform actively managed funds and that individual stock picking is a losing proposition for most people. You're fully aware of the saying that what matters most for investment success is time in the market and not timing the market. Perhaps you're even familiar with the research that shows that this year's hot fund manager is rarely hot for the long term. Next, we'll explore tax strategies. Now, if you're very wealthy, I'll give you permission to spend as much time as you like wallowing in this. The rest of us needs to get a life. If you have a crystal ball with a perfect vision of the future, you can quantify exactly which is to your best advantage. But you don't have one. I promise you that the difference between living comfortably in retirement and eating cat food will not be the tax efficiency of your portfolio the most critical determinant of your retirement success will be how much you save not the tax treatment of your savings in fact an overemphasis on reducing the tax drag of your portfolio may lead you to overlook the possibilities of non tax advantaged savings This will be critical if you want to maintain the flexibility to change up your life before the age of 60. Overattention to tax minimization can lead you to make choices that are quite tangibly bad for your health. Next is your low value spending. 
It is good that you audit in your statements to find unused subscriptions and streaming services to cut out. But it's unlikely that it will move the needle much to bring you closer to achieving your financial goals. Over attention to small bore expenses needs to be redeployed in the service of attention to the main drivers of your budget, namely housing and transportation. For example, with the average price of a new car hitting 20 lakhs this year, aggressively challenging your deeply held assumptions about your vehicle needs could result in a high payoff. So, what should you spend your mental energy on? What should you overthink? Take time deliberating on your goals. The figure you should carry around in your head is not your weekly grocery budget. The number to know is your savings goal. And more importantly, how much you need to save each month to reach that goal by the intended date. I'm sorry to say this, but none of us can be trusted always to bring our best selves to our money decisions. What are the shortcomings in your money behavior that lead to less than optimal results? Spend time thinking on this question and then put in place tactics to overcome these deficiencies. One thing we do not pay much attention to is public policy. You need not look further than the multiple affordability crisis of housing, healthcare and higher education to appreciate that much of what determines our ability to achieve financial wellness is systematic. This is an area where it is extremely easy to give in to the emotion of whatever I do does not matter and it would be wrong if you think so. All of us can advocate and vote for policies at both national and local levels, which will provide a foundation to build your wealth. Simply ignoring this arena of personal finance is not only an abdication of our responsibility, it is short-sightedness. Spend time understanding your money story and financial mindset and figure out your saving and investment goals. Just ignore the media hype and what you can't control so you can achieve your version of financial independence and build your wealth. Well, that's all for today, folks. If you found this episode informative, share it with your friends. See you until next time.